welcome to this episode of the Sea Experts podcast and as always I'm your host Deb. This podcast brings the in-depth discussion on customer service to all customer support enthusiasts and definitely to those of you interested in support as a career. Today we'll be chatting with Ola Sheikha and we'll be speaking on the topic customer success the foundation. So Sheikha, welcome. Hi, hello. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, so good to have you here. Thank um, you. I think this topic is definitely befitting of you, being the customer success manager of disputes at Paystack. And I'm super excited to be here picking your brain on this topic. But first of all, give us a brief introduction. Um, okay, my name is Ola Sheikha, you call me Sheikha. I'm the customer success manager for the dispute team. Um, and like my day to day is just basically interacting with banks to resolve complaints um, that they, that they lead to their banks, basically. Um, yeah, that's it in a nutshell. It involves a lot of engagement, engagement with merchants, engagement with banks to just like get a sense of what happened to the transaction, so we are able to give like an appropriate response to the bank. Okay, okay, that makes a lot of sense. So, um, your customers per se, or the people you interact with per se, will be like banks and those organizations, merchants, instead of like um, individual customers. Yeah, okay. but, but we keep the customers in mind because again, they made the reports, they initiated that complaint. Exactly. So, what we try to do is, at the, like at the very least, get the best information possible. So maybe the customer has forgotten that they did the transaction. Okay. So how do we ensure that we remind this customer? So all the interaction that we do, we have the customer in mind because okay. whatever we give to the bank needs to make sense to the customer. Okay. At the end of the day. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So going down into it, uh, what inspired you to choose customer success as like a career path? Hmm. I wouldn't say it was, it was an inspiration, right? Okay. I, I, I grew into the role. Right? Okay. So I basically started out as a personal assistant to a CTO. Okay. And then I transitioned into being a customer support representative. Okay. Right. And I guess because at least that, like, we had a specific way we want to do support. Mm. Um, I had to learn a lot. I had to learn a lot about the product. I had to learn a lot like about the value, how we are different. Okay. Right? And I had to find a way to simplify that to the customers who were interested in using us. Mm-hmm. Right. So it was basically I had to like I, I stepped into the role and I grew. Okay. Right, With the role into exactly, the role. Okay. Exactly. Okay. I, I liked the fact that it, it was a lot of learning to do the job. Mm. It was a lot of, you need to understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, most definitely. Exactly. Okay. Before you are able to like show the value yeah. to the customers. Okay, okay. Um, so I would say, as you said, you had gone from being like a personal assistant to being like a customer service representative. So, first of all, like, um, this customer service or being a customer service um, success personnel, customer service representative, um, I think most people see it as like a low level grunt work, insulting type job. So and we both know it's like a whole lot more than that. So yeah. how can 
how how do you think that um, it can it can lead people to see it as more than just that, more of like a sexy job, like a doctor, like a. Uh, I don't know that we should. I think that every job in itself has um, specific skill set, mm-hmm. right? Okay. That you need to have, mm-hmm. right? For for customer for a customer success rep, the end goal is to solve the problem. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Whether you are the one doing it directly, yeah. or you are advocating for that customer, okay. that merchant at that time, you're solving the problem. Mm-hmm. So if you approach a job. Right, as oh, I'm trying to solve this problem. People are coming to me with multiple problems every day. People are coming to me with multiple questions every day. Like, I need to solve these problems they've come to me. They yeah. come with. I need to, I need to be able to, they need to leave the conversation with a clear understanding of what they need to do. Okay. If you approach the role that way, you're not going to, you're not going to see it as, um, I don't know, a sexy job. Because in every job, like, there's human interaction. Yeah. You can't predict how a human being is going to react. Mm-hmm. If you ask the doctors now how their patients react to them in certain like situations, exactly. You, I'm sure they'll be like, I'm, I don't want to do this job again. But then, <laughs> yeah. like, you're solving a problem at the end of the day. Exactly. So you need to have that in mind. Yeah. And then, I guess, it just guides your interaction. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would also ask, like, um, what do you think the metric is to track in order to know if you're in the right trajectory in this, like, as a career path, as you said, you move from one level to the other to the other. So how would you, like, properly gauge or know, for someone that's just sort of starting out, how would you know that you're, like, in the right trajectory, you're going on the right path? And... Hmm. I really have to answer this question. Uh, because again, I feel like your growth is within the context of your industry. Okay. Right. But I think that the generic things are: Are you asking the right questions? Actually, mm. are you asking questions at all? Uh-huh. Right. Ask um, questions, guys. Ask questions. Then from there, it's okay. How do I ask the right questions to get to understand mm. the problem I'm supposed to solve? Because then again, customers, customers. How do I put it? There are times where like they're not communicating the problem. Uh-huh. Okay. So you need to do some digging to get the like to really understand the what problem. the problem is. Right. And like you need to if you you need to be able to do that constantly. Are you asking questions? Then are you asking the right questions? Mm-hmm. Then how fast are you learning? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um I mean of course as you start out you know, as a customer service person. You would, you would have to learn a lot. Mm-hmm. So even as a person, you'll have to ask a lot of questions. You ask mm-hmm. a lot of people questions. You ask your other colleagues questions. Yeah. You ask a lot of questions. Yeah. To gather knowledge. Okay. Right. So basically, like, are you learning fast enough, mm-hmm. right, to be able to resolve? Because yeah. again, you're going to be moving from solving these problems to solving these problems in good time. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Like there's there's an SLA. Mm-hmm. Uh, every customer wants that responses now. Yes, exactly. Right. So it's like, okay, if I'm solving this problem, how fast am I solving it? Okay. Am I solving it with the right knowledge? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. By the time you do that over and over and over again, you realize that you have created a process for you to be able to efficiently solve problems. Mm-hmm. And then that evolves. Yeah. And then you discover that you're actually growing because mm-hmm. you're getting more information. And you're you processing that you're processing that like, literally you are evolving as a person. Yeah. Before you know it you just realize that you're 
Okay, all right, that makes sense. So ask questions, guys. Okay, so um, I would also want to ask, um, this career path, it definitely has to do with speaking with a lot of customers, in your case, like um, merchants and banks and other people. And this is on like a regular basis, on like a day-to-day, people asking you questions, people are like firing down and stuff. So um, things tend to go from being like all nice and good to being like sour and people could be angry and all those different types of things. So how do you move from being like reactive to all those things being thrown at you to being proactive about the problem and trying to find that solution and just moving on with it? Hmm. I think that that depends on the system built to manage customer success support okay. in the organization. Because mm-hmm. um, then again, there are times where a customer has to be the first to reach out to you about something, okay? Right, um, and then you have to do something, yeah. But then you have to move, you have to move from that to mm-hmm. actually proactively giving them that information, okay? Right, so it's it's you are getting information, mm-hmm. you are tracking, yes, how much of this is a problem, yeah, right? What seems to be the new problem today, mm-hmm. um. How do we fix this? Yeah. What's the best way to go about go about this? Because it's actually like the job of the customer success person, mm. right? See, these are the problems we face this way. Yes. Right. This is what the problem is, or this is the root cause mm-hmm. of these things. We do some digging, do some troubleshooting, right? And this is how I think we should approach this, yeah. right? Based yeah. on conversations with customers and stuff. So you need to do that gathering, mm. right? To so be able to proactively solve problems yeah. and then when I say avoid or minimize imbalance okay. Right? Okay. Um, on certain topics or on certain things that yeah, so that it doesn't come back. Exactly. Okay. So it doesn't come back. So again it's reactive and it's proactive. Mm. The proactive side to it has to do like it's a lot of writing was on your help desk, was on your mm. FAQ. Alright. Okay. It's how do you manage your customer if you're not able to respond to them immediately. Mm. So do you like refer them to your help desk so that they can consume that information before you get respond to the mail? Yeah. Like yeah, like these are small small things yeah. you do. Okay. Right. So the practice with customer success. Mm-hmm. But then also when it comes to like solving the problem they've come to you with, you yeah. need to track okay. how many people have this problem and then you're able to again proactively prevent more people from having that problem. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, my next question would be what's your take on the saying that you don't need to have customer success experience to be like effective on the job? Do you think you need to or you don't need to? Like, I mean, for people just starting out, mm-hmm. it's like, I mean, if you've never done this before, you're just coming into this and you want to be effective at your job, do you need to have had that experience before? No, not necessarily. Okay. However, <laughs> yeah, definitely um, attributes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, like a skill set. Exactly. Okay. You, you need to have to be able to do this. Like, okay. You need to be actually you need to be really you need to be really smart, uh-huh. right? You need to you need to be you need to be able to write well, you need to, uh-huh. be able to speak well, okay? Uh, you need to be able to listen, 
Mm. <laughs> like literally, like yeah. you need to be able to listen, like literally listen and actually pick out the problem. Mm. You need to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to be able to articulate your words properly. You need to be articulate. Okay. Um, you need to be, you need to have empathy. Yes. Very important. Very you don't put yourself like every time a person escalates something to you, you mm-hmm. need to ask yourself, oh, what do I <laughs> right, you yes. want to experience that, you know. So how do I fix that so more people would not would have not to have experience that? Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah, like, they are like major things you need to have, and that's why you see when people apply mm-hmm. and then you're you're interviewing, you're like, mm, some higher minds are like, no, you're not a good fit. Yeah. It's because you don't have all these things. Not mm-hmm. like you can't do it, but then you don't want anyone who doesn't have like these major things mm-hmm. to take on the road. Okay. Even as a first time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like this is what I'm You just need to have those basics. Basics. To... And then you build on that uh-huh. as a okay. person. You build okay. your knowledge. Yeah. As you said, the growth process yes. and the moving on. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, so I would say as a manager, part of your responsibility is to, as we said, vet these people and maybe hire some of these people, train them as well. Um, people tend to flow in and out of like different jobs. Um, how do you ensure that your churn rate isn't like high? Like what are the things that you would put in place to ensure like this new talent seem comfortable and more at ease in their responsibilities and so that like you just generally, generally like retain these people? Because like, I mean, it's yeah. not a good thing for them to come in yeah. and they want to just go out immediately. Something yeah. needs to like keep them, they yeah. need to seem like they're doing something. Of course, they're doing so. Yeah, it's part of doing it. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> um, it's basically, again, when you impress smart people, uh-huh. you need to keep them engaged. Yeah. So, apart from the core job, what side projects? Ah, uh, okay. To okay. Mm-hmm. Like, like, again, like, so going back to the practice part, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What side projects? Are you reviewing the data mm-hmm. of all the issues that have been reported? Exactly. Is that someone's task? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, what interesting things are you giving the people on your team to work on outside the core? Uh, okay. Right? It could be that they can work. Uh, maybe for like a month, they can join like another team to work on the project, not join, but like work with another yeah. team, okay. right, yeah. on the project, mm-hmm. right? And they just learn that their duty on that team has evolved a little because mm. now you are giving customer feedback, mm. right? Mm. Right. So it's like, what interesting thing are you giving to people on your team mm. to balance it out? Because like that's how that's how best they, that's how they get to right. They need to you need to balance it. You need to give them interest. You need to give them projects. Engage their minds. Okay. Allow them, allow them to be expressive mm. when it comes to like their ideas and things you, they think needs to improve in yeah. their job. Okay. And allow them like literally write it out. Mm. Say you want this thing to happen. How do you yeah. want this to happen? Okay. Write it out. Like okay. just give them projects. Engage their minds. And okay. you find that. The, the ones that want to stay there exactly they go the long way. And yeah. so and it's like. Once I want to transition, we'll transition. Yeah. But you've done a good job. Yeah. So ensure that that person is independent. That mm. person can think through things. So or that person yeah. exactly. So that person will definitely be an addition to another team. Mm. Whenever you choose mm. to transition. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, so like through this whole process of you like um, helping them to be able to do these things by themselves on their own, 
how would you be able to like track the progress of this individual person or like your team as a whole? Conversations. Okay. You must have as many one-on-one as possible. Um, because the job can be overwhelming sometimes, they might not like always proactively reach out to say, "Oh, I have a look at you." Okay. Right. Okay. Try as much as possible to share the one-on-ones. Mm. Like if you are really interested in seeing them as a manager, yes, you need to do this. You need to make make them feel comfortable with speaking with you. So share the one-on-ones, right? For that project, okay. How far have you got? What's mm. the blocker? What okay. more do you need? How can I help you? How okay. are you thinking about this? Okay. And then you find that you are you are questioning their thought process mm. and you are correcting, and they learn from that, and they just know how to think with things yes. you know, on their own. So is that how to inculcate like a, a great um, culture in like building like your team? Yes, def- I, like, I feel like the team thrives on conversation. Mm-hmm. So you're like, like, conversing with conversing with mm-hmm. like, conversing mm-hmm. with your colleagues, mm-hmm. conversing with um, other members of, of of the company you work in. Yeah, thrives on conversations. Just like making meaningful, make sure that they are learning from it um, and they are growing from those conversations. Oh my god, this has been so much fun. Like I've learned so much in just this how many minutes of conversing, as we said, conversations make everything like go around. Uh so coming to the end of our talk, guys, we'll be having a little bit of fun and we'll be playing a game with our guests. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. It's not gonna be that bad. So we'll be playing a guest game. I'll be saying a couple of words and you have to guess the person or word or words that we're trying to go for. So let's see how it goes. Wish the fuck. Okay. First one. How well do you know your movies? Ha. Epic feet. Marvel. It's Marvel. He's in the comics. Has to do with webs. Hey, you know it. You know it. Yay! <laughs> okay, another one. Hmm. Has to do with what's happening right now. Wash your hands. Germs. Pandemic. Mm. COVID. The thing that we used to wash our hands or we spritz on just to make Sanitizer. sure our hands are exactly. Um, <laughs> lovely stuff. <laughs> The next one, everybody's always fighting about this one. No. Ghana, Nigeria, there's always war. Hey, you know. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Hmm. On to the next one. This person, she has my heart, honestly. She does, she used to do music. What the heck? She started. You know, you know, because she has everybody's heart. You know. <laughs> Okay, okay, let's do the last one for right now. Hmm, I don't know if if you were a fan or if you weren't a fan. They had dragons. HBO. Ha. Some people never watched it. Me, I'm sure. Okay, Stark. Winterfell. Uh, is it in Game of Thrones? Exactly. Oh, I actually hey. never watched it. Oh my goodness. Yes, I shall be dragged. Okay, <laughs> it's all right. We shall end the game on that one. <laughs> Thank you so Thank much you. for having this chat with us. We hope to host you yet again. And thank you guys for sticking through all the way till the end. 
I can't wait to talk to you guys again. Do you want to ask a question on a further episode of CXPERTS um, Q&A? Send us an email at hello at cxperts.africa, a DM on IG or Twitter at cxperts underscore Africa. And we all know we get to have a super helper quote at the end of every episode. So today's super helper quote is, imagine your customer is your best friend. Listen to their concerns, be a shoulder to lean on, and then shift the focus from what went wrong to how you can help make it right. Be safe out there, guys. There's still a pandemic. <laughs> Till next time. Bye, guys. Bye.